That Geek Gab episode 1007 for Monday evening, October 30th, 2023. <laughs> Greetings, folks, and Welcome to the second Mac Geek Gab released, hopefully released today. Certainly the one intentionally released today. Uh, we're normally the show that answers your questions and solves your problems and shares your tips and shares your cool stuff found. And we, we're going to keep doing that. It's just right now, we just finished watching Apple's Scary Fast event. And we watched it scarily fast. And <laughs> we're going to talk about it. Uh, pilot Pete couldn't make it. However, we have, uh, we have, uh, 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 well, what I would like to think is an excellent group of people and me for you today. So, uh, here in Durham, New Hampshire, I'm Dave Hamilton. Well, here in Boulder, Colorado, I'm Jeff Gamut. And here in cold South Dakota, <laughs> I'm Adam Christensen. Thanks for joining us guys. This is great. Yep. Um, yeah, it's cold here, too, in my studio because I set the heat to come on 90 minutes after Apple's event started, thinking that would be perfect <laughs> timing. And uh, Apple's event took 30 minutes. So that was interesting. So yeah. by the time we're done recording here, your heat's going to kick on. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm, gonna, yeah, yeah. I'm, gonna, I'm just going to keep peeling off layers. So for, for those of you that chose to watch the video, I'm sorry. So Yeah, or you're welcome. Okay. Sure. It's one of those who, things. Who are yeah. we to judge? Who are we? Definitely well, meant scary fast. <laughs> like the whole, this whole keynote was weird. I'm just freaked out by the whole thing. Are, are you, are you, are you, were you scared by it, Adam? Are no, we, not, are we, not am scared. I just, just more like, why is it at five, you know, why was it at 5 p.m. Pacific? Why was it 30 minutes? Why was it like, it's just like the weirdest keynote I can ever remember Apple doing. Like it's bizarre. And they disappointed me because, like we talked about on the last Mac Geek Gab, they weren't all dressed up like for Halloween. No, they that all wore the black, though. Part. Or, they, or dark I, I did clothing. notice that. They yeah. all wore black. Yeah. I, I, I um, wanted Tim Cook as, like, you know, a werewolf or Frankenstein or something. It would have been great. Well, we didn't give him enough time to turn into the werewolf, Adam. I think that still could happen. Maybe that's why they had to do it so fast. So yeah. They could get through it before he transformed. I I um I I would equate. It's interesting that maybe it's not interesting. This was about Macs. Uh, Apple announced the new M3 line of chips, and then the the new MacBook Pros based on those, and iMacs based on those. I don't want to say new iMacs based on those. I just want to say iMacs based on those. But it mm -hmm. reminded me yep. of how we would in the past we would get like a big deal about iPhones and a big deal about iPads sometimes. And then a press release on a Tuesday morning that was like, Oh yeah, by the way, we uh, speed bumped a couple of Macs, you know, like yeah. that, for a long time, Jeff, that like when, when we were doing Mac observer together, that mm -hmm. was a pattern. Like we, we came to expect it like, Oh, it's probably going to be, you know, this particular Tuesday that we're going to get that press release. So let's be ready for it. Let's be on the lookout. You know, th those kinds of things. Yep. This event reminded me of of that. I mean, I know it was an event. I I uh, I also noticed because I I you know I guess I was hungry for content. I I watched all the way through to the end, 
and I'm trying to find the screenshot that I took, which magically is not here. But uh, but it ended by saying that the entire event was shot uh, on iPhone and and then edited on a Mac. They say all presenters, locations, and drone footage shot on iPhone 15 Pro Max. Yep. See, I missed that because I was still in my adrenaline rush from just the whole thing being so fast. And <laughs> and I hopped up and was was getting ready for this and so I totally missed it. That's fascinating. Yeah. Well they did they did pan a moonshot across the Apple logo and have a werewolf howl at the end also. So maybe that's when Tim Cook uh, his uh Oh, his that outfit. that could be that I I missed the I I missed the the um I I saw the 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 thing. I did not hear any sound though. So yeah, um, there was a there was a distinct howl, wolf howl, uh, nice. howl at the moon kind of thing, and then and then that shot that you showed. Yeah, which I mean, I always assumed at least edit it like they they always edit on a Mac, right? Like I would assume I that's not a surprise. <laughs> yeah, if 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 that is news, th- that in and of itself, the fact that it's news is the biggest news, yeah. news right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I assume these were all shot on camera red, edited on Max using Final Cut Pro. Yeah. And, uh, well, at least I was partially right. <laughs> partially. Yeah. 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 Um, so let's talk about some of these things that, that Apple announced. I, w- I was going to say I don't want to rehash everything, but in a sense, we just did. Right. Uh, it, it, but I thought... The, 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 to me, the most disappointing thing was the IMAX. So maybe we just dismiss that really quickly, unless you guys have anything you want to talk about. They, they, they did make it abundantly clear that there will not be a 27 inch IMAX without saying they got as close to saying there will not be a 27 inch IMAX, uh, by, by saying that, uh, I'm, I'm looking for the little grid. What did they say? That there was right. The iMac is a 4.5 K screen with the 24 inch. And that is, uh, that's, that's a good replacement for right. Whatever they said for the same, this is the same story they've given in the past though. Like yes. their, their statement is basically, you know, it's essentially a 27 inch. It's not 27 inches. No, you know, it's not, less, it's 24 inches. <laughs> But, I mean, like, that's what they're trying to imply. They're they're trying to get us to believe that it's just as good because the resolution's so high. And you know, why would you need twenty seven inches anyway? Because it's actually bigger. I know. I know. We, you know. You, we we know this. Yeah. The problem, Dave, is you did not buy enough of the twenty seven inch IMAX for Apple to keep making them. I don't know. I got two of them sitting on my floor unused at the moment. One where the screen died, and that's why I have a Mac Studio here now. And another one that was I, – I, I bought a lot of those. Maybe you I should have bought more. I guess so. I guess, Yeah, I guess that's it. And, and, and I don't – now that I have divested myself of reliance on the 27-inch iMac, I like the flexibility that I have buying a more modular system, either a Mac Mini or a Mac Studio. Studio, yeah. And then I can choose my 27 inch or larger screen of my liking. So mm-hmm. I, I, I get it, but it's also, well, then the iMac is just not for me and no. perhaps ever again. And, and that's okay. I, yeah. Yes, of course. Yeah. Yeah. They've squarely said, I mean, I think it's also them squarely saying like, look, this is a consumer computer. It's for small businesses. It's yeah. for, 
this is not a pro computer. It doesn't have a pro chip. It's not a pro computer. It is for someone who just wants to plop something simple on their desk. They don't want an yeah. extra display or any of those complications. And if you want that, hey, guess what? We've got a great Mac Mini for you, and we've got a great studio. Well, mm-hmm. let's let's so the to, to wrap it up with the iMac, the it on it quote unquote only uh, has the M3 chip, not the M3 Pro nor the M3 Max, which all three were announced today. You get up to 24 t- gigs, sorry, not ter- terabytes, 24 gigs of unified memory. It does have Wi-Fi 6E in it now, I noticed, from the grid. Yep. Uh, mm-hmm. So, it, you know, it got the, some upgrades in that sense. It was the Bluetooth upgraded? I can't remember where we were at. 5.3. Yes, the Bluetooth was upgraded as well. Yeah, it, okay. it, like, it, it saw a lot of, of upgrades, which I, which I thought, okay, like, I, like internally, it, yeah. it, it, it was bumped, let's call it. Um, yeah, yeah to your earlier point, <laughs> all of these things actually in the past would have been this is this is like our video press release. Exactly. Shot on iPhone, no less. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, you mentioned here's a Mac Mini for you, but there's not an M3 Mac Mini. That yeah, yeah. seemed lacking to me. Maybe that's the press release we get tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> just just to give us one of those things. Sure. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'll buy if, that. If not, I mean, if not, you know that update's coming sometime next year, like probably yes. early next year. Yes. Yeah. 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 Interesting that they didn't just do that today. Do yeah. Maybe they're managing expectations because there, there might be like uh, uh, parts uh, inventory issues. Sure. Yeah. And sure. so they, they have enough that they feel comfortable rolling out the iMac. And once they ramp up production enough, then they'll add in the Mac Mini. My my guess is too, like it's not so much the M3 for the IMAX, it's probably the M3 needing to be set aside for that base model MacBook, which is going to be hugely popular, I would imagine. The MacBook that Pro, I, just just for clarity. The MacBook, yeah, yeah, sorry, the MacBook Pro entry level where they drop the price, that yeah. price point is killer for a lot of people, I bet. I I don't disagree. Yeah. So let let's let's talk about this this new MacBook Pro because this this is truly a new device. Uh and it gets the the full M3 treatment, the 14 inch, like you said, Adam, the, the price now starts at fourteen ninety nine, which is uh, like for students. Like yeah. if you're a student going to college right now, like and haven't bought a machine. Unfortunately, their timing's a little bit off. But yeah, yeah. Like yeah. this should have been, if they would have been out in the fall before kids went back to school, like there'd be a lot of kids going to school with that machine. Yep. Yeah, I agree. Although mm-hmm. the air really does serve the purpose for a lot of people who in, you know, in past years would have needed a MacBook Pro. Oh, for sure. Right. No, no, no doubt. Yep. But I mean, if you're, if you're going into graphics, if you're going into video production, if you're going into you know, computer programming, like that's a killer machine. But looking at this price grid, there's an interesting thing. So uh, looking at the 14 inches on the, and of course you can customize these things left and right. Uh, the base model at 1499 is the M3 chip with eight gigs of unified memory and 512 gig SSD storage. Yep. And then it bumps up to the same chip with a terabyte for another 200 bucks terabyte of storage. So you double your storage 1499 to 1699 gets you that. 
But there's this 1849 sitting out here, which yep. bumps you all the way up to an M3 Pro, which qualifies you for the new space black color, which doesn't look all that different from the midnight that I see on my uh, air. But maybe in person, it's radically different. But that now, because it's the M3 Pro, it's the 11 core CPU instead of the eight. And it's got a whopping 18 gigs of unified memory. It adds 10 gigs of memory <laughs> and this new CPU still with the 512 gigs SSD for 350 bucks. That's that's an interesting sort of carrot to dangle out there for folks like, hey, Wait, that's you, that's 250, right? Oh, am I doing my math right? Fourteen ninety nine to eighteen. Oh, you're going from the base, or you, I was going from the mid tier, from the sixteen ninety nine. Yeah, did I get it? Is yeah. it? Is it? I thought it was three fifty. Am I? I'm getting yes, it right. Yeah, yeah. Eighteen forty nine minus fourteen ninety nine is three fifty. Yes, yeah. Yeah, if yeah. you're going all the way from the base model, I was going all the way from the base model. Yes, th but thank you for for catching that, just in case um, anybody at home was confused too. Yeah, I, that to me is an interesting delta because it's like it's well, a lot of extra for. 350 exactly for, yeah for apple they mean for what apple typically charges for memory like that's a steal yeah yeah, yeah. It, it's not bad and and i'm assuming if i wanted to bump that up to a two terabyte okay so it 180 bucks so 2029 gets you that machine sorry with a one terabyte storage two terabytes mm. is another 360 but yeah okay so you get a little bit of a discount on the uh on the additional storage by, by doing it on this one. That, yeah, so side really note here, as, as I'm looking at the pages with all the specs and the pricing, that base model is a hundred dollars more on all the pages for me. It's 1599 instead of 1499. What? What are you in the UK? Are you, are you like <laughs> VPN somewhere? Let me make sure I don't have a VPN <laughs> turned on. I, I mean, that's weird, right? Like it's like, totally weird. I, I want to uh, now. I want to send you the, the the URL that I am looking at because you can you can see my screen because you can see the video, yeah. um, and so. and I see exactly what you're seeing. But it says fifteen ninety nine, and for me, it's the same thing except the pricing on that base model is fifteen ninety nine, and. Uh, well, you get you get the special Jeff Gamut. I was gonna we'll, say we'll all, play, we'll all pay the other pricing. But yeah. Oh, I, I, I oh, the wait, wait, tax. no, no. Dave's on EDU. I'm on the ED. I'm on the education store. I because uh. I, because uh, I don't know how I got there. I clicked through from Apple's site. You're not wrong, Jeff. Fifteen ninety nine. Thank you for catching that. Holy cow! Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is why we do this. Okay, together. this looks so so. Uh, uh, much better to me now. Yeah, because I was <laughs> trying to figure out what time, am I doing folks. wrong. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad you said. And something. what I'm doing wrong is not going for edu pricing. Yeah, how did I get to the education store? That's I I, I don't know, but uh, anyway, there you go. So some pricing differences now: fifteen ninety nine for the base model, unless you can convince Apple that you are a student of life, in which case you, all the previous prices I just mentioned are are yours. $19.99, so it's a $400 Delta, not a $350 Delta to this 18 gig uh, machine. And then adding uh, another, uh, doubling up your storage to a terabyte adds, oh wait, it just did it to me. See, 
Okay, it's two hundred bucks. Twenty twenty two hundred bucks. Yeah, basically. it's two hundred bucks to to add that storage, so you don't get the discount on that. So by by the time you've you've beefed up that with with all that other stuff, just buy the twelve core M three Pro for twenty three ninety nine. Yep. Because now you get the 12 core CPU, 18 core GPU, one terabyte SSD, and um, uh, yeah, and it's twenty three ninety nine. That's that next yep. tier up, right? Yeah. So they're really. I mean, what I was going to say earlier is like they're really, I think, differentiating, like making you decide, you know, where you're at. It's it's a MacBook Pro, right? I think. For pro users, it seems like an easier choice. If you're on, if you're one of those people that lives on the fence, like you were saying, Dave, with yeah. the MacBook Air, right, which is now M2 versus the MacBook Pro entry level. Yep, it seems like it's getting maybe a little muddy for some folks. I don't know, potentially. Yeah, like, it, well, do you want yeah, thin right. and light? Do yeah, you want thin yeah. and light? Do you want a little little extra processor? Do you want like? They've kind of blurred that line a little bit. Yeah, that's a good question. Right. It it is it is a blurred line. I'm I'm curious to see how it how it kind of shakes out in the market as things as things evolve. Yeah. I think consumers will probably more opt for the air just because it it that's a sexy machine. But you know, and it's if you want a pro, you're probably wanting the pro processor, you're wanting you know, that more memory, you're wanting all those other things. So I've had this conversation actually with friends who are on the fence. They're like, should I get the base model pro or the air? And I think almost always once you talk it out with someone, they, they end up with the air just because of how thin and light it is. And it's not that big of a Delta. Like you're not getting that much extra by bumping up to the pro typically. It, for most it, people, it a, for yeah, most nice people machine. at that level, that's what I'm saying. Yep, yep. I, I mean, I, and I, I am at that level. Like, I, I, I can't see a world where a pro would be the right machine for me. I mean, I tried it a couple of years ago, and was like, no, I, I want my air back, please. Yeah, and, and see, for me, I'm in the, I'm in the other world because if I was just doing the podcasting stuff, then yeah, the air would be clear choice yes because i'm a developer and some of those other things come into play where i'm doing photoshop stuff occasionally all that stuff i prefer having the little extra bump yep especially on the gpu side that that the pro gives me well yep that's a great point yeah i wound up giving my pro that i had for five minutes to my son which he still uses and he's a software engineer like it it makes yeah he's great with it yep it it gives him the, the little bit of extra that he needed uh, for that. So, yeah. yeah. It, it's interesting that you mentioned, were you going to say something, Jeff? Sorry, I was going to take us kind of down a different oh, rabbit hole. It, um, actually, it doesn't matter because uh, <laughs> okay. it, ju- it just would have carried on to what we we're saying. Take us down a rabbit hole. Well, the, the rabbit hole is, I noticed as Apple, especially as they were talking about the new M3 chips, which is how they started the event. For those of you that haven't watched it yet, it, it started with, probably a good 10 to 12 minutes about the, you know, the M3 chips. And then it was like, by the way, here are these computers that we put them in. All right, good night. And they talked a lot about how the new GPUs were going to make games better. They, they, it's got this dynamic caching in there, which more efficiently uses memory, but then they very, and they said, by the way, that this dynamic caching is transparent to developers. 
meaning it's just going to take the existing code and and do it the right way, the new way, whatever. But then they talked about hardware accelerated mesh shading and for the first time on the Mac, hardware accelerated ray tracing. And that was interesting. Like they're really pushing if you take this combined with the, you know, port uh, the, the, I forget the name of the technology that Apple has to help game developers port over to the Mac, but, or to Apple platforms in general, but you know, pushing this is like, this is a gaming machine. This is a gaming machine. That's like, that's interesting to me that Apple's really uh, like they're going bullish on this. And they, and they talked about it with the new MacBook pros too. How, how much of this is important for their whole VR initiative? Yeah, that's what I was going to say, too. I feel like this is more about trying to convince people they have these technologies coming for Vision and Vision Pro or whatever in the future. I mean, as much as Apple wants to sell that all oh, they have all these great features, which are awesome and it's easy to port and stuff like that, they the where they need to be putting the time and the investment and the money is not in the technologies that they're providing. It's at convincing developers that there's a gaming market in the in the Mac market and that they can sell titles. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's all developers care about. Like they want to sell titles. And the mm-hmm. even with all the ease of porting that Apple wants to say that they have, there still has to be a market there. Yeah. And there just isn't today because you talk to any gamer and they will tell you, you know, like you're going to have to convince those people. And, and I don't think just saying we have all these cool technologies that you've been waiting for to come to the back for forever. They're here now. Yeah. I, Gamers I, are going to go, where are the titles? Right, and, 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 uh, game developers are going to go, where, where are the, where are the users? Where, where are my customers? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. And Apple story. does have a pretty bad track record with, uh, the gaming space. Yeah. So this is a pretty big ask. Yeah, they got to um, fix that. So I, I have another will. question, a, a tech question. So some of these new technologies that uh that appear to be focused on the gaming space, uh it's kind of transparent. It uh your code will just take advantage of them. But some of the things it's not clear to me, like like with uh the the whole on-chip ray tracing, things like that. Are these things that developers are going to have to code specifically for the M3, or do they just does the hardware just take advantage of that for free for them? I I don't I don't know I they weren't clear on that. My my guess is that some of it the hardware is just going to do for free, and and then if you really want to like eke out the most performance you would write specifically for that chip. Yeah, I was going to say, my understanding is it's very much a combination. It also comes down to any specific title and how it was actually developed. Like there's probably some titles that are much easier and will just take advantage of a lot of these things. And then there's a Mm -hmm. lot of other titles that aren't. I mean, I think, again, I'm not a huge gamer, but I'm pretty sure... ActiveX or whatever the current generation of that on the PC side is still a huge thing. And I don't think it's just a matter of like that just flops over. I could be wrong. Yeah. But it's not my understanding that that's what happens from a game developer standpoint. Yeah. I guess they, they could buy their way into being a gaming platform. I mean, in a sense they, they have on the iPhone ish kind of right. But 
they could buy their way in by signing exclusive titles on, you know, Apple, right? You have to have an Apple device to play whatever the latest and greatest. I mean, it would, or, it would cost them a lot, but how about this? Just fund the game ports. Like well, the developers that they, don't want to do it, just like underwrite the, the freaking conversion of AAA titles. That's a, I, I bet that's, <laughs> that's way cheaper than my idea. Uh, I'm yeah. with you, Adam. That's yeah. that's what I was thinking too. Apple right. just starts like, writing a... checks to to the development companies. Make yeah. it, make a Mac version. Here's the money to go, to go do or, it. Or even here are the engineers to do it with you. Like yeah. that that for would sure. you know like. Or well, here's the money for the engineers. Yeah, <laughs> or, or both. Like you know, if they really want to do this, if they're they, serious, if they're serious about it, they have the money to do it. They can they can invest their way into this, but but they're going to need. They're going to need a couple of big wins, but look at what they did with Apple TV plus, right? Yep. Like mm-hmm. they just kept spending and spending and spending and basically giving the service away for a long time until mm-hmm. suddenly, you know, they had Ted Lasso and then, and then it was like, aha, yeah. Okay. Now start coughing up your money folks. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's not just Ted Lasso. They've, they've had lots of, Hits, hits yeah on apple tv plus but initially they didn't have any and we were like oh i mean this show's okay that show's all right like you know fine but they they were just pushing and they know how that game works and so they just so they could do it and they and, i think and they, they didn't push it. out any crap it it was all at least good yes that's fair right that is 100% true. I yeah. mean, anything that I've ever watched on it has been great. Now, I don't watch all this stuff. Like, I've never gone back to the morning show, but that's a, that was a great show. I really enjoyed it. I watched the first season. I haven't gotten back to it. Probably se- will someday. The second season, I thought it ended strong, the morning show. The, it, the second season did not, in my opinion, start strong. We just watched the first episode of season three, and... I think in my household, we were on the fence. I liked it. It, it, it brings back enough of the newsroom that I want to keep watching it. Cause I really love that Sorkin series. The newsroom. It yeah, is yeah. not, it is like the writing's good on morning show. It's not Sorkin. It's like, not, I, yeah, yeah. I do not want to mislead anyone. I, mean, I am that- other than myself. Like I, I mislead myself into watching it and it's fine. It's good. Lisa was like, eh. I asked her the next day. I'm like, what'd you think? Like, should we watch the next one? She was like, yeah. Like, oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. But I think there's, I think there's a lot of stuff that is falling into that category though, for me too, is like, you know, it's not, that's just one example. Yeah. Like, overall, the quality level, like the quality level of everything that I've watched on Apple TV, even the stuff that I haven't gone back to is way higher than probably 80% of the Netflix things that I tried. You know, mm-hmm. It was just like, I am not coming back to this no matter what. This is just garbage. You just didn't, you didn't like, like Tiger yeah. King? <laughs> I love Tiger King. That's okay, fun. good. <laughs> I, was, I just wanted to make sure we could still be friends. No, That's okay. but, but you know am what I, I mean. the only like, person that like, hasn't I, watched Tiger King yet? I mean, it's yes. on my list. I just haven't gotten to it. You are, <laughs> yes, Jeff. You are the only person. You are right. the only person. Yeah, but uh, you get my point. It's like the, the base quality level at, yeah. at, at of Anything at Apple is top tier of, in my mind, almost any other streaming service. And and then you find the real cream at the top. Yeah, there's occasionally so the like, cream, right, that just resonates. Yeah, but there's very rarely something that I pop on on Apple and I go, like, this sucks. Yep. Yep, fair. Like, just flat out sucks. Just flat like, out sucks. No, you're you're right. It may not be your cup of tea, 
but it's good quality. I yes, I found yeah. out with with everything, even including the things that were not my cup of tea. Where it was like, oh, right. I, like this doesn't, like this, it just didn't get its hooks into so me. So many things on Netflix and Amazon that are just like, oh, they totally phoned this in. Like this yeah. was just garbage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, you know, if if all the shows on Apple TV were shows that each of us liked, like just we, sure, we sure. all watch and it's like everything is great, that would actually really concern me. Because that would tell me they focused on a very narrow demographic, but having a lot of good stuff, some of which appeals to us, some of which doesn't, that's good. Get get a wider demographic. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, Speaking of demographics, I, mm-hmm. I we we backed into this Apple TV Plus yeah, conversation. Too far away. No, no, no. I I because I think it's relevant. Uh, we got we backed into it talking about games. How I like I. I I used to play a lot of games. I have not. I I just haven't carved out the time to do it. Do either of you play games at any level? I'm I'm trying to convince myself that I should get back into it. So you know, expect this to maybe be an ongoing conversation here on the show. But I'm I'm just yeah, curious. But I I'm lame and old, so I play a lot of Minecraft. Okay. And I play uh, Hearthstone. Is my other game all right? Uh, all right. So uh, for for quite a while, I was. I was uh, very much into abduction. Yeah, that the, the from from the uh, from, from cyan from cyan the the mist people folks. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the the only reason I'm I'm not into it or any other games right now is just life got kind of busy. Okay. Um, but I was also like really into Kerbal Space Program for for a long time for same reason. Just got too busy and, and say that one more time because I couldn't. I want to put these in the show notes for people and I. I Kerbal Space Program. Okay, got it. It's Thanks. a great game. Yeah, and All for right. for the, for people that know, they know, and yep. for people that don't, you are so welcome for learning about Kerbal Space Program. So I I did start playing a game the other day. I was like, I need to find something that I want to play, and I thought, you know, I pay for Apple TV Plus because I pay for Apple TV Plus. Uh, sorry for Apple Ar- Arcade. Apple Arcade. Yeah, we see, see, it's all the same. Uh, it's all I the merged same. it in my brain. I pay for Apple Arcade as part of my subscription, and I found Cipher uh, 007 in there. Yeah, 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 that's actually really fun. I, I, yeah. I mean, it's it's you know it it got me. Like I was, I'm now hooked. So like, yeah, it's not, it's not a. Um, I thought it I thought everything in Apple Arcade would be just like quick little like you know play for 5 minutes and and you're bored yeah. kind of thing. And that is not true. Like I played this game for an hour the other night and now I want to go play it more. So yeah. and I, and I'm not done. It's not like I'm just playing the same thing over and over again and it's it's an adventure game. Like I'm I'm yep. yep. Some of the stuff that they're bringing back to the the revamping of some of the classic titles from iOS is a really yeah. interesting thing that they're doing. Yeah, yeah. Um, I th- I'm pretty sure they brought it out in a plus version on Apple Arcade. There was a great game called Leo's Fortune that okay. I okay really, Leo's really Fortune. Enjoyed. Yes, it was super fun. It's a side scroller kind of adventure kind of game sort of thing, and it is it is super fun. Interesting. All right. I haven't went back to revisit it because I played it on iOS originally, and you know my daughter and I played it together and we beat it. So I haven't gone back to it. But sure, sure. That was a fun game, huh? All right. All right. So as someone that's into the gaming space uh, in a more casual 
since. Uh, the the games that Apple needs to go after, I, I totally get it. They they need to go after Halo and Quake and World of Warcraft and, yeah, yeah. and all of all of those caliber games. Um if you're if they're going to go after that space, do they also need to go after the I'll call it more casual, but also maybe more kid oriented. Uh, for example, the games that I continually go back to are the Lego games. Mm. A good question. Yeah. I, yeah. I, it'll be interesting to see what they do because they, they were definitely the last two events. If we kind of zoom out on both of them, they're, they're pushing games hard. Even the last three events, they right? Are. If you go back to yeah. WWDC, like this is not, this was not a surprise tonight. It was an interesting thing to notice but it was a follow-on to oh to the thing that really started at WWDC, where they just started hammering this. So mm-hmm. I'm curious. Go ahead. Yeah. Like I mean, like I said earlier, I know this was a Mac event, and they were talking about the Mac. But I really feel like Jeff alluded to earlier. I think this is a gear up to a bigger push for games in Apple Vision Pro. Fair. Like. I think that's going to be their platform where, because it's a new platform that they can bring developers in on and support developers on. And it, I mean, from a VR perspective, you know, not the AR, maybe some of the AR stuff too, but uh, I guess there's, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what they do, but I have a feeling like that's where all this M series game technology stuff is going because I, I, you know, they've got a brand new platform, something brand new that they can bring developers in on it's not the Mac, so they don't have that stigma. But you know, they can kind yeah. of maybe shake right. that they off can, a little bit. They can they can define what this new platform is. Yeah, and Just there like will they be hype. IOS. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. They, I mean, yeah. Apple is. I mean, in the scheme of things, if you can, if you look at mobile gaming, like Apple is a dominant player in mobile gaming. Totally, massively dominant player. And I have a feeling they want to do the same thing, but now with Vision Pro they can take that to the next level. They can go after these more hardcore gaming type folks. And these folks are also, remember, the people that will spend three, four grand on a gaming PC. Yes. It it astounds me when I see friends post about what they've spent on a gaming PC. And it's like, oh man, like I wonder how close a Mac could get to that for probably less and maybe that's the, I know Apple doesn't like to market that way, but yep. man, like that that a would, Mac a Mac Studio or a Mac Pro yeah. positioned as a gaming machine, right? There's no hardware in the market that could compete with it, j- just you know, dollar for dollar. Yeah, yeah, not not at all. But I mean, again, you got to have the titles and you got to have the developers dedicated mm-hmm. to the platform, and they're just not. And Apple has a hard time convincing them currently. But they, like I said, I think they have an opportunity with a new platform to be like, "Hey, get in on the ground floor," because we put in all this gaming tech and all this development resources, and you know, we're going to have a bunch of folks clamoring after titles on these on these things, and it's brand new. So I don't know. Yeah, there were two other things I noticed at Apple was selling us under under the uh, under the surface on this uh, event. One, and I don't really know that there's much to talk about on it, is pushing the upgrade from Intel. Right? They they yeah, that, that was interesting. That was kind of ham fisted. It was ham fisted, but it was there. Right? Like I mean, yeah. yeah, yeah, smooth or not, you knew that they were telling people, 
All right, we're ready for you now. Come on, like, let's go get over to Apple Silicon and they explain why. So that like, I thought that was good. The other thing that they were pushing was Sonoma. They were, you know, highlighting Sonoma features and saying, you know, we're really ready for you. And I know that uh, I am biased because Sonoma's audio functions much better than Ventura's does for me in my setup here. And while I'm not alone, I am definitely rare in that Ventura didn't break audio for most people. But even beyond what it fixes with audio, I've been really happy with Sonoma on all of my Macs. Like it, it's the first Mac OS in a while that I'm happy about other, other than the, the, the thing where it breaks mail plugins and I had to change the Thunderbird, but whatever, you know, th- things happen. Uh, Are you guys happy with Sonoma? I, I'm kind of indifferent about, about Mac OS wine country. Okay. It, it, <laughs> uh, I've had audio issues up until the 14.1 update. Oh, interesting. Okay. And, uh, and losing my, all of my mail plugins. Mm. It has been uh, a serious problem for my workflow. Same. I moved to Thunderbird, Jeff. For, if I, I I won't belabor the point because we've belabored it in the previous two yeah. episodes. But but th- th- like I'm happy to have that conversation with you because that it's not great, but it is functional. And yeah, so well, I I'm holding out for that beta of Mail Maven. Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, but, when it comes out, you and I will we'll have you back on the show and we'll talk about uh, that because I because I think there's there's clearly more conversation to have about this. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yes, and I know that's not our topic tonight, but you know what? I am so looking forward to the email episode of Mac Geek Gap. Yeah. Yeah. We'll we'll do a deep dive at some point. That's a good idea. Yeah, yeah. The Sonoma thing for me um it's fine. Okay. Good. <laughs> like I I have nothing other to say like I upgraded. It went great. I haven't noticed much of a difference in my daily like usage or workflow, which I guess is a positive thing. But like, I don't. There's not like a brand new feature that I've like keyed in on yet. Like with um, with the last update, definitely continuity camera. Sure, changed how I was doing things. Um, <laughs> so far, the biggest thing I notice is the is the little privacy thing where it shows you when an app is like. Like it's doing it now because we're streaming, right? It's showing me, hey, something's screen sharing your video. Or but your you audio, can also right? use that to, uh, for those of you that haven't done this in Sonoma yet, when almost any app, it, for me, it's been every app is using a camera, be it an Apple camera or a third party camera. Go click on that little, like you're saying, Adam, the privacy notification in the menu bar. Click on that and you can change settings for your camera and use like Apple's portrait lighting and studio light and even you know the reactions that apple lets us do and all of that good stuff it it it's (laughs) it's pretty cool how well it works with anything in fact if you're going to do zoom calls for work i recommend you go in and at least experiment with the reactions and decide whether you want them on for zoom or off but fair yeah you know um discounting all of the really great controls you have from those notifications. Yeah. Just the fact that they took what was previously nondescript dots in the menu bar and turned yep. them into something that actually gives you useful information. Thank you. Yeah. Fair. Yeah. yeah. But that's that's like the one new feature of like really noticing and like I haven't turned on 
I haven't put widgets on. Like, I, I need to do the widgets thing. I have. Have you done widgets, Jeff? I have. Um, and uh, and what I found is that um, most of what I want with widgets, I actually don't want on my Mac. Right. But I didn't know that until I started playing with all the widgets. I it's stuff that I want to see on my iPhone or my iPad. So right now, the only widget I still have active is the one that shows me battery levels. Oh, yep. interesting. Yeah, I got to mess with widgets. I, I That's definitely on, I mean, on half my the time, list. But the, the fact the that I could see anyway. my iPhone widgets on my Mac, that was cool. Have, like having carrot weather yeah. on my desktop, that was really cool. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Well, we have gone, we have done it. I, I didn't, I had all the faith in the world that we would. We have gone longer talking about Apple's event than Apple did with the event. Uh, I believe that's a first. uh, But of course, this was the shortest Apple event uh, that I can remember. I don't, it may be the shortest event in history. It was about 31 minutes. If uh, I wasn't, I wasn't keeping a timer, but I was aware of the time. So yeah. Uh, Is there anything more that either of you have to add to what we're talking about here? Or is it time to say goodnight? I have something to add. What's that, Jeff? My M2 MacBook Pro yeah. still hasn't completed its first year of Apple Care. And it's already <laughs> I don't mean uh, to I laugh mean, at you. Absolutely. No, it's laughing is appropriate because otherwise I'd have to cry. Holy crap, Apple. I got what nine months before there's a new model out to replace yeah. mine. Fair. Fair. I get- and on one hand that sucks. On the other hand, if if I were Intel. I would be crapping bricks, as they say, because of how fast Apple can rev their chips and get them out the door, and they're doing things that Intel just simply can't do right now. That's fair. Yeah. That's an interesting point. Yeah. I hadn't thought about that. Yeah, and we're, we're spoiled now. I mean, look at how quickly, what, we got the first M1s in fall of 2020, right? Yeah, we're, we're on the third generation, two years into this chip. Three, three years. Are we three years? Right? Because it was fall of 2020 that we saw the M1 MacBook Air. And this is three years later that we're on the M3. Okay. Yeah. Still. Yeah. Really fast. It's really fast. And there are marked improvements in the chips. Yeah. It's not just like we're going to call it, the, you know, the, I mean, they can, they can call whatever they want. You know, mm-hmm. there's like they can back it up. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Yep. Interesting. It's interesting. Jeff brought up that. Thing because I'm in that other camp where, like you said earlier, Dave, this was the first keynote they were targeting Intel users. I still have a, you know, a last generation Intel MacBook Pro. Oh, is that okay? You know, I almost made it. We were having some, I say we, Adam was having some tech issues before the show, if you don't mind. Uh, yeah. And you yep. had to reboot your Mac. And I almost made a joke about, well, you need to upgrade that Intel Mac to a, you know, an Apple Silicon. That's true. But it actually is true. I, I, I thought you were on Apple Silicon there already. Interesting. Yeah, but I'm actually kind of glad I, I waited. And I don't, yeah. you know, I don't know. I generally don't have any issues with that. Now I have an M1 for work. Um, But yeah, for my daily driver, for, you know, my personal computer, it's still that, that, Apple Silicon, like last generation 15 inch MacBook Pro. Intel. Or Intel, yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Intel. And um, I don't don't know. (laughs) I mean, as much as the new M3s look great, it's just like I'm not itching to spend spend the money. Right. 
you know, and I don't know that there's enough still in there for me to like be, uh, I need, I mean, I'm going to probably be that person that waits until like the operating system will run on Intel anymore, which is probably, I'm guessing the next generation. So I have a feeling they were telegraphing that tonight when they were saying, Hey, if you've got an Intel, this is a really great time to upgrade, (laughs) you know? Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Huh? Yeah, the next Mac OS California City here is probably not going to be Intel compatible. It wouldn't surprise me. Fair. Fair. Yeah, that that's my expectation, especially after tonight's event. Yep. Yep. All right. Well, upgrade. that's a that's a good spot for us to uh to bring the band in. Thank you uh both for doing this tonight. This was this was actually fun. This conversation went in a direction I did not expect and I'm glad it did. Because uh, yeah. so much fun, Mac Keycab after dark. It kind of felt like I don't know. Thanks for hanging out with us, folks. Feedback at MacGeekab.com is where you can send in all of your comments, questions, tips. I will make sure things get to Adam and Jeff as appropriate. But uh, if you want to get in touch with them directly, Adam, you want to tell people where to find you, please. Yep, mine's super easy. You can find me at maccast.com, maccast on the social medias. And if you need to send me an email, it's maccast at gmail.com. And Jeff? I'm Jay Gamut on all the socials. Perfect. Um, you can find me most easily right now on Mastodon, Instagram, and I'm working on threads. Nice. All right. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I got into threads when it first started and then forgot about it until you said it just now. So I, I need to, I need to get back into that. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm working on it, too. All right. Yeah, we'll work on that together. All right. I'll see you over there on Threads, folks. I'll see you on, uh, you know, I'm Dave Hamilton everywhere, X and, and Mastodon and Facebook and all that good stuff. Thanks for hanging out with us, folks. Thanks for listening. Share the show with a friend. We would love that. And, uh, yeah, keep having fun out there. Jeff, it's been a little while since you've been here. Mm-hmm. Do you happen to have, like... One word's not enough. Five is way too many. Do you maybe have like three words of generic advice that you might be able to share with someone like me who's a podcaster and is supposed to be accurate and then goes and visits the education store and shares the wrong prices with all my listeners? I do. And Dave, I say this with all all love. Don't get caught. Made up. Good advice. I'll try and take it to heart. Yeah, take notes. <laughs> Later. <laughs>